0: all right we are alive welcome to this new episode of Cabacast. it is a pleasure because today we have a new spotlight but first let's take a step back hello everybody this is giovanni your host my name is uh, uh like i said giovanni a former student and now an admissions counselor and your very very lucky host uh, of uh, our John Cabot University official uh, Spotify and uh, podcast, which is called Cabot Cast. Like I said, today, Big episode, because we'll be talking about important, important topics that are very, very relevant to the international community of students, to um, just the international community in general, and to to people in general, right? So um, we'll be dealing with uh, um, some, uh, like I said, some very, very interesting uh, topics, and then... Of course, we will uh, talk a little bit about the experience and what that is like at JCU. Now, first of all, let's jump into the introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, today, it is my pleasure to have our head of counseling, Carolina Meucci. Carolina, thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Giovanni. It's a pleasure to be here with you, and thank you for having me.
0: Thank you, thank you for uh, being with us, although virtually, right, but uh, uh, virtually being with us today. Now, Carolina, let's jump right into it. May I ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Okay, so I was um, born and raised in Tuscany, a very small town. I then moved to Rome to study clinical psychology and uh, I graduated in Rome in clinical psychology in 2002. During my last years of studying at La Sapienza University, I got in touch with um, a clinical psychologist in, uh, in the US and therefore after I graduated, I moved to New York and I did one year of internship Uh, with him in this mental health clinic in uh, Brooklyn at the Lutheran Medical Center. And uh, I fell in love with uh, New York and uh, what I was doing there. That was a great opportunity for me. Uh, And so after that one year of internship, I decided to stay two more years and work in a huge research project. Um, We were working with uh, traumatized children after September 11th. That project involved many other uh, clinics and hospitals of New York City. And uh, that was really interesting. We were providing treatment in elementary schools in Brooklyn. Uh, So that was a, a great experience. And then after three years of being in New York, that wasn't enough (laughs) for me. So I decided to stay two more years and study uh, forensic and criminal psychology at John Jay College of Criminal Justice, CUNY. And I loved it. My focus then was more on the victims than on the abusers. So that gave me, background and a lot of experience with trauma. Right. Yeah. And then I returned to Rome. Uh after five years spent in New York. I had the worst reverse cultural shock ever.
0: <laughs> we'll be talking about that right today. So that is something that <laughs> yeah. does affect students, especially yeah. university. Culture students. shock
1: so, and reverse. Exactly.
0: So we, we would love to hit to hear more about that and once we talk about the, the JCU yeah. community. And Karina, what brought you to JCU? Sorry? What brought you to to JCU?
1: Well, when I came back to Rome, uh, I met um, one professor, Elaine Luti, who was teaching psychology here. And uh, she was also teaching at the School of Specialization Psychotherapy Mm -hmm. that I attended to become then a licensed psychotherapist. And she introduced me here. And I've been working at JCU since then, basically since 2008. Wonderful,
0: wonderful. Long time, so seasoned, yeah, a seasoned, a uh, professional at JCU, um, and and let me ask you, so. We've, uh, I feel like we've only uh, scratched the, uh, the surface of this, but what is mental health? Why is it so important to, um, to students who perhaps are, of course, uh, you know, deciding to, to study abroad in a different country, uh, you know, be, that, uh, be the, uh, their stay, um, a five-month stay, or perhaps a four-year stay. Why is this so important to, uh, to them? Why should they care about this?
1: Okay, so mental health is something we never talk enough, I believe, and I think mental health should be a right for every uh, single individual because it's a huge part of our uh, well-being. Our health is not just physical, so we have to be in a good place emotionally and mentally to function and feel connected with our uh, friends and uh, colleagues and families. And, um, and so, yes, uh, I, I think at JCU, um, it's mental health is very important. It's a very big part of our students' well-being. Uh, so let me tell you a little bit first about our service here Wonderful. at JCU. Yeah. And then uh, I will explain to you what we do and uh, who we usually meet with. during our work. So our service, we are five licensed psychologists and psychotherapists and we have one psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're six in total and we are all trained in Italy and abroad, some in the U.S. and some in the U.K. And um, basically we offer individual counseling, uh, visits with the psychiatrist and mindfulness groups. Uh, all services are completely free for, for students. That means they don't have to pay anything when they come in. We have been working in person and remotely over the past, uh, over the past year. And to schedule an appointment is really easy. Uh, they simply have to write an email to counseling at johncabot.edu and we try to give them an appointment as soon as possible. Um, coming to college, you know, um, when you first arrive to college, there's so much to take in. Uh, there's so many things to absorb. You know, for some students, it's the first time away from home. Is the first time away from, from their city. First time living abroad. Um, It can be, it can be overwhelming and very stressful at first. Right. It's a big transition. You have to adjust to a new school, a new community, new city, new neighborhood, new culture, new
0: language too, right? New language
1: too, for some, uh, for some people. So it's, it's, you know, we, we, we know what students are struggling with and we are here for them. We try to help them uh, have reached that balance that is needed to embrace this experience, this adventure and be in a good place emotionally and mentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for some students, um, you know, b- Everything I just said you know can feel very overwhelming, yeah. and what we hear often is is this: what's wrong with me? why you know why all my friends around are having such a great time, and I'm struggling so much um, I, I feel alone, I feel different. you know all my friends who studied abroad in the past and posted amazing pictures on instagram. <laughs> And social media had a, a wonderful time, and I'm here, and uh, I feel miserable. What's wrong with me? And what we try to tell them is that nothing is wrong with you. A lot of people are going through the same yeah. thing, probably, but no one is talking about it, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and there's uh, there's not you know uh, enough talk about this. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And specifically, we're talking about in. Uh, I would say uh, um, a large portion of our students at times they've never left their home state. If we're talking about U S students, they've never left their country um, or specifically uh, maybe in Europe, if uh, they're, they're from France, for example, they've never left France. So it is, as you were saying, but
1: even for Italian students, maybe sometimes, you know, someone comes from a different region and comes to a big city, like Rome is a metropolis. It's a huge city. It's can feel quite, overwhelming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how would you say a student who is seeking help uh, at JCU, what can they do?
1: Well, I think that talking to a counselor is a very important part of self-care. Right. And um, we are here for our students and we, we are happy to meet with them whenever they feel ready. But what I would suggest is don't wait too long. I mean, if you feel you're struggling, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel stressed, don't hesitate. We are here for you guys. And also, you know, going back to what I was saying before, it's it's a lot. It's about what students are expecting. Yeah. No. So if I expect to study abroad and. Uh, have a great time and not struggle at all, and then when I arrive, things are a little difficult at first, yeah. then there's a mismatch between the expectations you had and reality. And what it's important to say is that in life, you know, not just negative experiences trigger stress yeah. and anxiety, like uh, an illness or the loss of a beloved one, the loss of someone's job, of course, triggers stress. But in life also positive events can trigger stress. For instance, a promotion at work, having a baby, getting married, moving. I mean, these are all positive things which can still trigger a lot of stress and anxiety in people. Hmm? So studying abroad or going to university is among this positive experiences, which can still, you know, you, you, it, if they force you to walk out of your comfort zone. Yeah, you know, everything is new, so it can feel very um, anxiety-provoking. But it's it's important. That's why it's so important for students to know that we are here, we are available. And uh, JCU offers this uh, service and I think it's wonderful.
0: And, and Carolina, so as you were saying, you've been uh, with, uh, with the community for many, many years. And over over these years, um, right, so working with, uh, with students, what do you think, um, and if any, I mean, are there any red flags that a student may notice that perhaps, you know, um, their mental health may be, uh, you know, suffering, let's say, from, uh, from different, uh, you know, experiences uh, um, and... Uh, if there are any red flags what would you say are the most uh, i would say the, the 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 factors or the issues that students struggle with the uh, the most and we're talking about students in general so it could be university students and of course mm-hmm. specifically as you were saying so students moving abroad so we've talked about expectations what can we expect so red flags and uh, and also what would you say students struggle with the most
1: mm-hmm. you know sometimes students arrive and they have pre-existing conditions maybe depression or an eating disorder or anxiety they have experienced that in the past And, um, and so it's important to take into consideration the possibility that you know when you arrive and you have to face all these you know new things and adjust to a new culture new school and all that you know, that could be triggering a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then sometimes students never experienced anything in the past, but then once they arrive here, they start feeling stressed. And so what happens when someone is feeling stressed? Stressed, it's, it's, it's really a, a big thing. Like, you know, your concentration is gone. It's yeah. difficult to focus. Your sleep is impacted. Uh, your appetite. Maybe sometimes people don't feel hungry at all, or maybe people stress eat. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's a very different reaction. It's very subjective. Um, so my um, suggestion is to notice, like, pay attention to how you're feeling.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, no. Try to be mindful about what's going on inside of you, which is really difficult. A difficult thing to do nowadays because we there are so many stimuli and we're always bombarded by emails, text messages, uh, we're always connected with others and so there's never enough time to um, to pay attention to that but take a moment to you know like listen to yourself, okay. notice what you're feeling, try to understand if there's a trigger If something triggered that feeling inside of you and because that is a really important thing to do Um, and then reach out,
0: yeah,
1: reach out to us. That's the
0: most important thing. And and let me ask you, so we are currently going, uh, still going through a, a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. um how would you say the mental health scene has changed uh, specifically for students uh, perhaps studying from home well all these you know online classes so i'm um, sitting in front of the uh the computer of a monitor for many many hours without even moving without uh getting out of the other uh, chair so how would you say that has changed and what can students do
1: that's that's a very interesting and important question Uh, So yes, the pandemic had a huge impact on on mental health. Research is is showing that depression and anxiety have increased among the population, for sure. And now what we're noticing is it's a different um, situation because with more vaccination and things going back to normal, something is, uh, is changing because the world has changed. So we're going back to normal, but it's not the same normal as before, okay? Yeah. And there are many things that we have to take into consideration. Um, so what, what what's happening now is that a lot of people are experiencing lack of motivation for social interactions. People are still feeling um, worried about uh, being out, uh, being with people and that's very normal because for a whole year, more than a year, we have been told that being outside and being with others was, was dangerous, not yeah. just dangerous, was life-threatening. Yeah, yeah. So that was tra- trauma, traumatic, it's a mass trauma like, because we all experienced that and for a prolonged period of time and without knowing the end. Oh, so the fact that that when it's this going to be over has been postponed and postponed and postponed, that means the stress, the anxiety, and the trauma effects have been prolonged. Yeah. So now we have that inside of us. Now I don't know if you have noticed. I'm noticing on my on myself, like whenever I uh, organized to meet friends or with people you have that like you feel weird it's awkward like am i being too close am i being too distant am i talking too much i'm not talking enough um am i staying too long should i leave like it's, it's weird
0: yeah i feel like we have to readjust no to this new this New standards of uh, uh, or protocols of, of social life. Something that I have noticed is while watching movies, let's say perhaps I don't know. It's uh, can we say Netflix about Netflix series? Let's say, um, and I'm watching an episode, and I see a large group of people, right? So there's a gathering, and I'm like, they're not wearing. Oh, this was right. So now wearing masks has become the new the norm. normal, right? The, the normal, normal. Exactly. exactly, exactly, and and it feels we're even watching movies where people are not wearing masks. So I feel like yeah, but it feels a little is, a little
1: um, like threatening too. It's like, true. whoa, yes. like Absolutely. what's going on?
0: Absolutely.
1: And and that because your your you know your nervous system is responding to that. Our nervous systems have been on alert for a yeah. whole year. Danger, 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 danger. And now we we have to re retrain our brain yeah. to say okay it's okay it's now it's going to be fine but still there's some tension socially especially because you know everyone talks about um, caring for covid safety but okay. everyone has different standards so yeah. some people are more permissive some people are more restrictive so when you find yourself outside with others there's still this kind of uncertainty like are these people safe like am yeah. i am i safe So even if rationally you explain to yourself, it's fine, you know, you're just going out for dinner. It's, it's going to be okay. Your, your nervous system is, (laughs) is functioning a little bit differently. So what we have to expect is this like a little, maybe lacking motivation for social interactions, feeling uncertain about what to do and how to do it. Um, exhaustion like people are tired people struggle with their sleep during the pandemic like insomnia was a big thing
0: yeah Yeah. because
1: of what we were saying before stress cortisol adrenaline anxiety you know they keep you awake
0: and especially and this is something if uh i'm jumping in but um, i would also like to share my experience i remember when the first lockdown happened and in uh, in Italy, I feel like that that my day was dictated by me opening the window and in the, in the morning and then closing the window and let's just say lowering the uh, you know the blinds and the uh, uh, so closing the uh, the window in the evening or perhaps in the afternoon when I was ready to go to bed. Although I never left my room, right, because I had to work from home. So even not just and and this is something that Carolini is stressing very very well. This is not impacting students alone. I mean, we're talking about the whole community the whole global
1: community be
0: impacted by this so uh, absolutely I couldn't agree more and uh, so yes. so sorry sorry. go ahead
1: so um for students like now many students are will you know come back to school they will have the opportunity to be in presence and also to study remotely um it could be little scary for some people to because you you might also feel your social skills have deteriorated during this past year like you know you've been uh you you, you've been kept safe at home yeah you know insulated in this zoom or teams or meet (laughs) you know windows and you know people don't don't Uh, at your body language, because they just look at your face, right? And then if you're tired or you feel overwhelmed, you just take your camera off and people, they they don't see you. But when you are in presence, you can't do that anymore. And you have to readjust, as you were saying before, to be with others. So what what can we do to um, face that and feel okay? It's very important to be mindful, intentional, and strategic about what you do. And what do I mean with that? What do I mean is um, so try to maybe push yourself a little bit, Don't don't force it too much, but push yourself a little bit to see people, but be strategic about who you meet. Yeah. Like it has to be people you, you know, you feel very comfortable with, or maybe not a big group, maybe few people, and also strategic about the time, maybe a whole day could be too much for you. Okay, just schedule something different, yeah. you know. And then again, listen to yourself. If you feel stressed, and the, the level of anxiety is rising a little bit, there are many things you can do. There's um, Deep breathing exercises that you can do. There's the muscle relaxation exercises that are very helpful. Um, here at JCU, we offer mindfulness groups, yeah, and my mindfulness individual sessions with uh, Professor Gina. Mm-hmm. The groups are offered by Nicola Petrocchi, my colleague, who is also a professor of psychology, and both are very important resources that we have because meditation and mindfulness are found by neuroscience to be extremely effective with anxiety. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, and Carolina, sorry. So we thank you very much for, for uh, mentioning the, uh, the, resources and the services that JCU provides. and mm-hmm. um, So this is very important and eh? we cannot stress this enough. Um, if you feel that you're seeking help, if you feel that you're going through, um, or if you've noticed that one of these uh, red flags that uh, um, our wonderful counselor Carolina has been talking about do reach out because it's available it's important and we're talking about some you know things that will change your life it's a it's a topic that will change your life so it's always uh, uh, paramount to uh, safeguard your mental health. And and something else, Karina, so we were talking about um, cultural shock, but also reverbs uh, shock. And specifically, what is that? And please tell us more about your experience in, in New York City. I'm assuming perhaps you had the expectations yourself, right? So before getting there, and then what was that like, adjusting to uh, life in New York City and then coming back?
1: Well, you know, culture shock, it's, um... Found it to be, it's divided in four stages. Oh, you know? but yeah. it's very subjective. Like mm-hmm. how someone experienced the culture shock, it's very subjective. Um, you know, usually there's a honeymoon phase. Yeah. You no, know, you arrive and everything is amazing, and you start making like if you, you feel um, free and independent, and you mm-hmm. enjoy every little piece of it. Yeah. And then you, know, you start realizing after a little bit that maybe mm, you, know, you, start, you start feeling homesick, you miss things from home, and, and you start struggling with uh, all the differences there are, you know because people operate quite differently in a different culture. Uh, how often, for instance, I don't know if you've heard this, but you know how uh, here in this country, in Italy, people look, like yeah. just people stare at you. It's, it's, it's a cultural thing. Like they just yeah. look at you in the eyes. Yeah. And for many people coming from abroad, that's quite rude or invasive, yeah. or it's yeah. like what? Like everyone is looking at me. Like what's what's wrong with me? Yeah. No. So there are so many differences. Or maybe you enter a store here and no one says hi to you right. first. You have to greet when you enter a store. Whereas in the US, you know, you enter a store and everyone's like, oh hi how can I help you is there anything I can do for you it's so different like little things can trigger a lot of um stress or maybe you know you go grocery shopping at the supermarket and you can look where you find. you can find what you're looking for labels are you know unreadable yeah. you cannot understand it so it's it can become um overwhelming and then you know slowly it gets better and yeah. then you, you're fine. No, but it's very subjective. So sometimes students will stay for four months, one semester, um, they experience the four stages uh, as they are, or maybe they're fine at first and then they struggle after, or maybe they struggle at first and they're better after. It's, uh, it's quite subjective, but it's good to expect it's very important to expect that you might be experiencing some of this yeah. when you move to a different country. And then at times, especially for students who are here for a much longer period of time, maybe degree seekers, who so stay for four years or three years, there might be what is called the reverse culture shock, which means you move back to your own country and it, it's difficult for you to readjust to your own country, yeah. Which is what I experienced, Experience,
0: right? So when I moved what,
1: back here, and let
0: me ask you, what was that like? And how do you think you you dealt with with the whole uh, readjusting to Italy, especially right coming from a, a big big city like New York City?
1: Well, it was quite difficult at first because from yeah from a big city, I moved back to. To Tuscany, and it was I couldn't I couldn't relate to yeah. any of my old friends. Uh, no one shared my experience, and so I felt disconnected. I felt um, I, as if I made the wrong choice to come back. You know, it was quite challenging. Um, but it's it's a process, you know. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's it's adjusting it takes time you know, it's a change and, uh, you know, it's a transition. So you have to expect that, as we said before, change can trigger stress and you need time to adjust and, uh, and then things will, will be okay.
0: And something we've been, we've been trying to stress, it's okay not to be okay. And, oh uh, absolutely it is okay to to reach out and of course uh, as we're going through the uh the global pandemic to our students listening to this to i'm uh, just people to our listeners it's okay to reach out and actually it is encouraged because mental health needs to be prioritized i feel like we've been going over uh i mean it's it's been years since uh we you know, this was, uh, I don't think mental health has been prioritized enough, uh, still. So there's still a lot of work to do. There's um, still
1: a lot of work to do, but yes, remember you're not alone. Yeah. Many yeah. people around you are going through the same. Yeah. They might not be expressing it in the same way you are. Yeah. They might not be posting a picture of this, of themselves on social media feeling homesick or you know anxious obviously but they are probably experiencing the same so you're not alone um reach out and also um be there for your friends like notice notice how you feel but also people around you maybe you see someone maybe a flatmate or a roommate or a classmate who is maybe withdrawing from others or maybe someone could be irritable or um giving like short answers or avoiding going out maybe that person is struggling so you know talk to them and uh tell them we're here and
0: uh and they are available it's it's really important absolutely and counselors are out there they're uh, plenty plenty of people at jcu who are ready uh, to oh thank you very much carolina so for example let's talk about some of the the examples that you brought up um i know one of our campus, one of the oh, one of our first CaboCast episodes was with professor della rata and about her article which was called teaching into the void and she specifically talked about this uh, new idea of education and we're staring at a screen for six, seven, eight hours straight. And the Zoom call that you were uh, referring to um, so the uh, the Zoom square. So w- people stop listening to their professors or p- perhaps to their uh, classmates, to their virtual classmates, and start staring at themselves. And they get distracted. And even just uh, paying uh, you know too much attention to yourself and to your Zoom little square, to, to your Zoom little box, will cause uh, trauma, will cause stress, and will cause uh. Students to, to get overwhelmed. So this, uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you've you've talked about this, Carolina. What students can do in uh, specifically while studying, perhaps from home and virtually, so on different online platforms while they're taking classes, what they can do to um, relieve the tension, relieve the stress. So, uh, so that's uh, it's a very very important. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I oh, know. I mean, you're, you're making me think that, you know, there are many, many things we have to uh, think about. Yeah. A, a studying or working online remotely for extend, an extended period of time can be very tiring and yeah. has an impact on our concentration and uh, performance too. Yeah. Uh, so it's... Um, crucial to create a balance, a balance between duties, what you have to do, your schoolwork, your classes, social life, so make time for quality yeah. in interactions with friends or family members, and doing things that are good for yourself. So um, sleep, uh, sleep schedule, mm-hmm. um, following a, a good diet, yeah. Uh, diversify your diet, Um, uh, working out. Like it doesn't have to be huge. I mean, if you're not a runner, you don't like to jog, you don't, you know, it doesn't have have to be, but just half an hour, like do some stretching or dance, like put some music on and dance, but you need to move your body. So we have to make sure we create that balance. And sometimes that was hard during the pandemic for many people to protect their time, uh, you know, pleasure, social life and work. It became like a lot of work, a lot of, as you said, studying and being online, encapsulated in these squares, yeah. right? And um, neglecting the rest, that's yeah. not good. It's not okay. We have to be careful and keep this balance going
0: uh, beautifully said and to our listeners prioritize yourselves right i think that's the uh, the very very important uh, takeaway um uh, carolina so let's move on to um so we have this fun let's say section where we're asking some some questions about um what well, your experience at jcu what it's been like to uh specifically for example for for you to to move from from tuscany from beautiful Pistoia. am i correct so from Pistoia to New York City and then uh, Rome. No, sorry, Pistoia, then Rome, then New York City, then back to Rome. Um, so what's that been like? Uh, meaning, for example, I have a specific question regarding food. We've been talking about cuisine and I'm sure uh, Tuscany and Pistoia specifically, they have, uh, right. So you you must have your, uh, your own cuisine. But is there a specific Roman dish that you, that you like that uh, uh, perhaps will, you will definitely, I don't know. It's your go-to Roman dish when you go out. Uh, so yeah favorite favorite dish
1: uh i i have a sweet tooth so uh, i okay. yeah unfortunately
0: <laughs> no so, why are you <laughs> know
1: my my favorite things in rome are the maritozzo uh,
0: yes yes so can, how would you describe it's a maritozzo a must. to the people okay uh for the people who don't know what that is or uh, maritozzo. Yeah, so, well him. first of
1: all maritozzo means like the word means like a ch- chubby husband that is you know? cool yeah, yeah yeah is
0: like yeah a- Yes,
1: and basically it's um it's a it's a pastry like yeah. uh, very simple plain. It's cut in half, and it has whipped cream inside. Yeah, is that correct?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not from so Rome, that's eh? something something we should uh, our listeners should know. Um, I'm from, I'm from the South of Italy. I'm from Palermo. So something else, and by the way, this is uh, very quickly, I would like to go back to to what we were discussing. Um, And I always talk to to my uh, colleague, Francesca, also from the admissions office, and she's from Atlanta, Georgia, so from the South of the US. Mm -hmm. And something we were discussing actually uh, earlier uh, today, is that how Italian people, um, they, how close they get, uh, when when they're talking to you so something right so this is also related to the culture shock right so um, and as a Sicilian I can definitely relate to that and as a, as a know, somebody who looks like a Marito, so no, but as somebody I, I definitely definitely uh, I can uh, I can definitely relate to that and uh, and different cuisine right so the uh, even that perhaps something I always hear um, from from our international students in Italy, pasta pizza pasta pizza pasta pizza <laughs> so that is it's it might be difficult for them also to adjust to the uh, to the diet right so uh, which is yeah. not
1: true i hear that a lot from students yeah. like yeah. you know or or what i hear is how come italians are so skinny with all the pasta yeah. and pizza yeah. they eat yeah. well that it's not true like italians don't eat as much pasta and pizza as people think you know we have a very Mediterranean diet includes a lot of vegetables and um and uh, proteins and different things and and I think our cafeteria actually now that we're talking about food can really be a great resource for students because students are not you know sometimes they don't know how to cook or what to cook you know I Remember when I was a student myself, like, you know, my fridge was half empty (laughs) all the time. So to have a cafeteria that can provide a lot of different variety of food already prepared for you, it's uh, something to
0: um,
1: take in mind, keep in mind.
0: Absolutely. Um, Another question, favorite spot on campus?
1: Favorite spot on campus. Mm, There's so many. I think Definitely the um, courtyard in Guarini.
0: Okay, the elementary courtyard. Yes. That yes, is. Yes. And why? Let me ask. Favorite why?
1: because because when you sit there it feels like you are on vacation. Yeah. I mean it doesn't feel like you are, you know, in school. It's so nice and lovely with the, you know, the benches and yeah. the umbrellas and all the the beautiful building. Yeah. Guarini is such a beautiful building. And it's always sunny and it's really, it's really nice. The second favorite place for me is the library, which I think it's ah, okay. beautiful. Okay. Very beautiful.
0: So would you say the, uh, the upper section or the, uh, the lower section? Oh, both. Oh, both. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's Carolina. peaceful. The library is yeah.
1: peaceful. It's like, yeah. And then our offices, obviously. Our of offices course. at the counseling center are very cozy, welcoming nice we have plans
0: it's um so offices always warm ready to welcome students and before we we wrap this up and this has been absolutely wonderful and please 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 uh, um to our listeners again our counselors are available carolina is ready to uh, you know, to offer the, uh, the the services, so definitely reach out. Um, so before we, we wrap this up, Carolina, let me, let me ask you any specific advice for students who are considering a study abroad experience, we might be talking about international students from the U.S. or international students perhaps from <clears throat> Europe or, or from a, a different continent, who are listening to this uh, but perhaps they, they still feel a little, little scared, they don't know what to expect. Um, what would your advice uh, be to these uh, students who are considering JCU as their destination?
1: Well, my advice is to obviously, as I was saying before, listen to yourself. So don't, don't force yourself too much, but if you have this in your mind, and you're, you've been thinking about this, you've been thinking about studying abroad, do it. Like, I think that for me at least to have that opportunity was the best thing of my life. Yeah. Um, it's challenging. Uh, it can be scary, obviously, but you know the, the challenge, it can um, become something that helps you grow. it's part of your personal growth so walking out of your comfort zone is going to be difficult so you should expect that it's going to be difficult but once you do it it will help you so much it's really transformative so I I think yeah that's that was my experience and um I, I I hope that many students will do the same.
0: Wonderful. There you go. Words of wisdom, courtesy of our counselor, Carolina. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's something we always say, like I said. So we get first timers, people have never left their country. But, and uh, as uh, this has been uh, stressed by by our counselor many times today, you will find people who are on your exact same boat. And we like to think that in a, di- in, I would say, in, I would call it diversity. So with these differences, you will find strength and in, in unity. Because people um, are on the same boat together. So very it's true.
1: And place. JCU is a very nice community. Yes. So professors are always very helpful. Um, staff members to, I mean, there's there's a sense of community. I mean, you were a student here. Yeah, uh, you have experienced that uh, for sure. And um, there are so many opportunities, you know, to also. Help uh, socialize like the clubs yeah. and so many activities where, you know, if you diversify uh, your life while here, you know, you have more opportunity to meet friends and uh, create connections. Absolutely. So that helps. Mm -hmm. endless
0: opportunities we're talking about sports we're talking about student clubs we're talking about internships job opportunities and even let's say you love Trastevere but you would like to get out of Trastevere you cross the bridge in the heart of Rome as well. and that's another
1: thing get lost in the city when please like don't 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 just keep yourself here in Trastevere which is a beautiful neighborhood but Rome is huge there are so many different neighborhoods like try to you know Go out there and get lost.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and you'll city.
1: discover beautiful things.
0: The eternal city is here to welcome you. Again, Carolina, cannot thank you enough for addressing a very, very, I mean, like I said, so uh, this cannot be stressed enough, but very, very important. Um, uh, topic which is mental health and uh, let's keep spreading the word right so this is, this is doesn't end uh, here today and uh, uh, I know you're you're doing an amazing job with the JCU community and yes so to our listeners please reach out fingers crossed we'll get to see you on campus again Carolina yes thank you so much one, Go one last thing sorry Go ahead. yes if,
1: please to schedule an appointment write an email to counseling at And uh, we will respond with an appointment. Absolutely. Um, absolutely.
0: Counseling at johncabber.edu. We'll make sure to uh, leave the email in the description on Spotify. So there you go. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for the amazing job you're doing for the community. Again, Carolina, this has been absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to our listeners, we cannot wait to welcome you in the Eternal City very, very soon. All right. So keep an eye out for our next CaboCast episode. This has been Giovanni and of course, Carolina. Again, thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Ciao. Bye.